Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Tuesday, June 21st, 2022, and this is The Gateway. I'm Rachel Lippman, in for Wayne Pratt. Ahead on the podcast today, the GOP primary for Illinois' new 15th congressional district pits two sitting U.S. representatives against each other. One has an endorsement from Donald Trump, but that doesn't guarantee they will win next week. In the district, you've got two people that supported, essentially, the Make America Great Again agenda, but they've done it in different ways. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt examines the contest between Mary Miller and Rodney Davis, but first, the news. Former Missouri Governor Eric Greitens created a firestorm Monday with a web ad about hunting people who aren't conservative enough. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum explains, generating controversy may have been the plan all along. Greitens' ad features the former governor with a gun storming a house with people dressed as soldiers. It centers around the concept that Greitens is against rhinos, shorthand for Republicans in name only. There's no bagging limit, no tagging limit, and it doesn't expire until we save our country. Greitens' detractors condemned the ad as glorifying violence against people with differing political viewpoints. A Greitens spokesman replied, if anyone doesn't get the metaphor, they are either lying or dumb. While the ad was removed from Facebook and received a warning on Twitter, It was also viewed millions of times as Greitens seeks to stand out in a crowded GOP primary to succeed U.S. Senator Roy Blunt. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Absentee voting for the August primary begins today at election offices across the St. Louis region. Currently, only voters who meet one of several specific criteria are able to cast a ballot early, but a measure on the desk of Governor Mike Parson would allow a window for no-excuse early voting ahead of the general election in November. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency has set its corn ethanol mandate at its highest level ever. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports that with gas prices skyrocketing, biofuel supporters say it is a good move for consumers. Ethanol is currently almost $2 a gallon cheaper than gasoline, so increasing production of the additive can reduce the price of fuel. Jeff Cooper is the CEO of the Missouri-based Renewable Fuels Association. He says no one likes high gas prices, but it helps make the case for ethanol. Well, it certainly has given us an opportunity to really underscore the economic benefits of, of using ethanol. We've got a long track record of being a lower-cost alternative to gasoline. Ethanol critics say the price argument is misleading because cars using gas with ethanol get slightly fewer miles per gallon, and ethanol can do more damage to car parts over the long term. In Rolla, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Health officials in Missouri said Saturday they have identified what is likely to be the first case of monkeypox in the state in the Kansas City area. State and local health officials are waiting for the federal Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to confirm the results. In the meantime, those officials are notifying people who may have been in contact with the infected person who did not have to be hospitalized. The disease that first causes flu-like symptoms before progressing to a rash on the face and body is commonly found in parts of Central and West Africa. But this year, nearly 1,900 infections have been reported in more than 30 countries where monkeypox is typically not found. A prominent attorney who was involved in St. Louis's desegregation litigation has died. 
Ned Lemkemeyer died last week. He was a labor and employment attorney who worked with the late William Danforth to help the St. Louis Public Schools negotiate a settlement that allowed city students to continue attending suburban schools. Lemkemeyer worked at the law firm Brian Cave Leighton Paisner until his death. He was also on the board of the Muni, St. Luke's Hospital, and the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra. Lem Kamer was 85. He is survived by his wife and two sons, as well as five grandchildren. One of next week's primaries in Illinois will again test the power of former President Donald Trump's endorsement. The new Illinois 15th pits two sitting GOP Congress members against each other. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmid reports the primary winner in the heavily Republican district likely will win in November. This story is about the contest between current Republican U.S. Representatives Rodney Davis and Mary Miller, but you won't hear any of Miller. She did not return multiple requests for comment from St. Louis Public Radio and has avoided interviews with most other news outlets, too. Davis says speaking to the media is part of a congressperson's job. There's always tough questions. I mean, at some point, you have to be accessible to answer the questions, regardless of whether they're comfortable or not. Donald Trump has endorsed Miller, but that doesn't guarantee a victory for her. The former president still has the backing from most Republican voters in Illinois, per a recent Chicago Sun-Times and WBEZ poll. But Davis says he has won multiple close races and has a visibility advantage. Most of the media markets in his current district overlap with the one he's running for now. Many of the constituents, while they may not have had me as their congressman, they recognize what we've done and they recognize my record. And that gives us a chance to walk in and not have to introduce myself. The district is massive. It's 35 counties run from parts of the Metro East all the way to Indiana and then back to Illinois' borders with Iowa and Missouri. Whomever wins the June 28th GOP primary is all but guaranteed a win in November, too, because of how the district is drawn. Frank Calabrese is a political consultant who's worked on different redistricting efforts throughout the state. It purposely avoids cities because cities tend to attract Democratic voters, and this was drawn to be a Republican sink district. That means the district has GOP voters who will follow Trump's lead and those who will pick their own candidate. Davis has also locked up his share of endorsements, too. The Illinois Farm Bureau's Political Action Committee supports the Republican from Taylorville. Former state senator and retired Monmouth College economics professor Ken McMillan says this rarely happens for a primary. He says the unanimous decision among delegates in Illinois 15 is significant given how central agriculture is to the district's economy. McMillan adds it demonstrates how Miller and Davis differ as legislators. Having worked for things like improving the lock and dam system, being a strong advocate for biofuels, making sure that the farm bill, when it's written and when it's passed, includes the provisions for sound crop insurance and things of the kind. Others offered their support to Davis because of his knowledge of the issues in the district. Republican State Senator Jill Tracy represents Quincy and surrounding portions of West Central Illinois. She says Davis's contact as a current congressperson made it straightforward for her to offer support. Rodney uh, wanted to run and, and he called a lot of his colleagues and asked them to endorse him. It was easy when he asked if I would endorse him because I just have worked for him. Tracy says it doesn't mean Miller is a poor option. She says they both espouse many of the core values her constituents and others in the district hold. Fiscal conservative values, living within your budget means. They don't like government overreach. 
And for the most part, they very staunchly support the Second Amendment rights of our U.S. Constitution. McMillan agrees and says he sees both candidates working to court voters across central and southern Illinois. In the district, you've got two people that supported, essentially, the Make America Great Again agenda, but they've done it in different ways. This race is one of many that tests the power of Donald Trump's endorsement, but political consultant Calabrese says Trump's vocal support may not be enough. He has not gone to the district yet and held a rally or a press event. You know, I think Mary Miller really needs Trump to physically be in the district to get the full Trump effect. Miller is giving Trump an opportunity for a last minute visit. She reserved the Adams County Fairground for three days this week. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. Former President Trump is now scheduled to speak at a rally for Mary Miller on Saturday at the Adams County Fairgrounds right outside of Quincy. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that piece. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service at the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Rachel Lippman. Have a great day. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.